First in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. And welcome to Spouting Off here on the KRN Radio Network. So glad to have you along with us. Uh, whether you're listening on the weekend, during the week, we've got spouting off. And spouting off is a good thing, by the way. It means you're saying what's on your mind uncensored. Uh, we're going to change it up this week. And instead of my little spouting off rant, which I think I'll give you my comments uh, uh, towards the end of the show, I decided to have one of the quintessential speakers on the Second Amendment. Not that anything is going on with the Second Amendment, you understand. Uh, we've got people on both sides of the aisle trying to pass gun legislation and an ugly thing called the Red Flag Bill. Here to talk about it with us, no one better, Dave Workman is an award-winning career journalist. You've heard his name. Senior editor of the gunmag.com. He writes for Liberty Park Press, conservative firing line, and is communications director for the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. He has authored op-ed pieces up the wazoo from the Chicago Tribune to the Seattle Times, uh, and also authored, co-authored seven books with Second Amendment Foundation, Alan Gottlieb. Uh, Dave Workman's beat is firearms, and we're glad and pleased to have him with us. Welcome to Spouting Off, Dave Workman. Well, Karen, thanks very much for inviting me. This is uh, kind of a treat. You know, we've got a weekend coming up, and and you and I both have all weekend to recover from this. So <laughs> Yes, exactly. And people will be listening to the timeliness of this topic. We're going to give them the most up-to-date information about what's going on. Uh, I just want you to know, just as an aside, that in the state that I used to live in, in Colorado, we got introduced to red flag laws, horrendous, unconstitutional, uh, uh, a sneaky way of separating people from their rights to self-defense. Talk about what's going on right now and what people need to know about this federal potential gun grab that's going on. Well, uh, I think uh, most people have read that there's some kind of a compromise in the works in the United States Senate. There's uh, 20 senators have been meeting, uh, 10 Republicans, 10 Democrats, they have reportedly reached some sort of an accord or at least a proposal for an accord. Uh, this morning, uh, there was some indication that uh, one Senator, John Cornyn from Texas, uh, is getting a little miffed about some things that are going on in there, and he actually walked out of a meeting, from what I understand. Uh, but uh, this is kind of a... Uh, a uh, a bunch of different proposals all tossed into one. It's it's not what I would call an omnibus uh, proposal at all. It's just a whole bunch of stuff. And one of, one of the tenets of this thing is supposedly a, an improved red flag law. 
Now, nobody that I know of or ever met who's got a firearm wants a crazy person to have a gun. And I think we can all agree that that's probably not a, a bad uh, idea to get a gun away from somebody like that, because very rarely do, the, do, do those things end well. But uh, red flag laws, uh, as they are proposed by people on the left, sort of trample all over the Fourth Amendment. There's, there's no due process really involved in this. They claim there is, but uh, we've got to be concerned about a person's uh, constitutional rights, not privileges, but rights, under the Fourth Amendment. And uh, I, I think one of those concerns is that a person could be deprived of his property uh, under color of law, uh, because of one of these red flag laws, if there's not due process that is a, a uh, an integral part of this, then I can see nothing but court cases all over the place springing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, what do you think about that? I mean, you know, I listened to your entry here, and I know you've got some concerns about that, and your listeners must be wondering, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> well, you know what? It's very rare when I have a guest who asks my opinion, because I'm always spouting off. But I'll tell you, this <laughs> yeah. gave this, this, these red flag bill, uh, red flag laws, uh, chill me right down to my sucks because anybody with a grudge, which means, let's see, they already called us racist terrorists, uh, domestic terrorists, you name it. They're already, this this radical left is fomenting hatred towards people to say nothing. And I'll be real quick because I want to give you time uh, to say nothing of ex-husbands, ex-wives, ex-roommates, people who have a beef can make a phone call. They don't even have to, at least in Colorado, they don't even have to come before a judge themselves. And then the person is left not only proving that they are mentally fit, you know, not to a judge who's not a mental health professional. I happen to be. And using mental health to say you're not mentally well enough to be able to defend yourself. And as you know, they go after law-abiding citizens everything uh, every time an atrocity happens because that's who really they want to go after. Um, so I, I think that they're they're brazenly unconstitutional. And a lot of people who haven't seen this law in action maybe don't realize just how sinister it is. Go for you it, know, Dave. There were- well, there was a case out of Maryland here about, I think it was four or five yes. years ago, uh, where a man uh, was, uh, I, well, his sister and he were in some kind of a beef. The mm-hmm. sister uh, uh, raised a red flag. Uh, at zero dark 31 morning, there's a knock on this guy's door. He's got a uh, male and a female police officer. And, uh, you know, somebody comes knocking on my door at, at uh, zero dark 30, you bet I'm going to go out there with a handgun because I don't know who's trying to uh, get my attention. Yeah, it's and not like it isn't a dangerous that place that we're living in today yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. And, and and so he opens the door. The next thing, there's, there's a, 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 a tussle. A, they're wrestling around over this gun, and the guy gets shot dead. And... Uh, this is only because they came at at an early morning, uh, no announcement at all. Uh, tried to uh, get in to disarm this guy, uh, who you know, as I say, 
I might have a, a, a firearm with me if I have to answer the door in the middle of the night. And yes. this is a terrible tragedy. This is the kind of thing that happens when people cook up laws designed really to disarm people, and, and those laws can be abused. And I want to tell you something. If anybody thinks that there is no such thing as an abuse in a relationship, I give you Johnny Depp. I was just, you went exactly where I was going to go. Gee, is it possible that somebody with a grudge could be either mentally ill, unhinged themselves, pointing fingers at people? Can you say Jesse Smollett? Uh, You name it. Without due process, we're not just a third world country. We're we're a fifth world country. Uh, But Dave Workman, I want to give you lots of time, not only to comment on that, I want to give you whatever time we have left to talk about the gunmag.com, how people can find you and follow you because these segments are quick. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, okay, real quickly, uh, all you got to do is just uh, log on to uh, the gunmag.com. You could Google it up. I'm the editor in chief there. Liberty Park Press, there's another one. Just Google it up. You'll find it. I also, every every week, I do a, an online column for American Handgunner called Insider Online. And I do a monthly column in the print edition of Guns Magazine called 2A Defense. And I'm very proud of all of that stuff. It, uh, you know, guns, as you said, the guns are my beat. And mm-hmm. uh, in, in the last uh, few weeks since all this gun stuff started, uh, I have been uh, not unsurprised, but uh, people uh, in the mainstream media, especially here in the Seattle area, have been contacting me. Hey, uh, Dave, what do you think about this? What about this? What about that? And mm-hmm. uh, I just uh, give them answers because uh, I consider it a professional courtesy. We must be vigilant. Um, We're about to hear the music. We must be vigilant because the left has now uh, tried to inculcate the idea that if you even like guns or support your right to defend yourself, you're already crazy, right? Thank you, Dave Workman, for all the work you do. Please go visit him there at thegunmag.com. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. You bet, Karen. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, oh, do we have somebody great. Naomi uh, Wolf (laughs) will join us right after the break. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. They're not out to tell you the truth of what's happening. They're out to tell you the picture of the world that they represent. The mission of the Epoch Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact, and prevent people from being misled. The Epoch Times is independent. We're not controlled by any special interest, and we never will be. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would ensnare this country in ignorance and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. Subscribe today to our digital edition at theepochtimes.com and use the promo code RAM and join the Americans who are seeking truth and tradition. Read the difference in all your devices. We'd love to have you on board. Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? 
Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins, and candy-coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies. Made from 100% all-natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities. He's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question, and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline got her parents to name her Karen before she was born so she could grow up to be a punchline. Now here's more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Spouting Off. What a pleasure to be here. And boy, this is one of the reasons I love doing talk radio. I have a real weakness for people who think outside of the box and the identity that people have given them, and they actually stand up and think for themselves. People like David Mamet, who who started thinking uh, uh, outside the box, and it happens the other way, but not so much anymore. And our next guest, a real treat. You're going to love it. One of the most, one of the world's most influential feminists, Dr. Naomi Wolf doesn't just comment on the world's most pervasive problems. She aims to solve them. Dr. Wolf is a best-selling author. You know her name, columnist, professor, 
graduate of Yale University, where she received a doctorate at Oxford, co-founder and CEO of The Daily Clout, uh, a brand new organization, really great online, dailyclout.io, a successful civic tech company. And she is the author of I Better Hurry Up or I Won't Get to Talk to Her, nonfiction books, The Beauty Myth, huge hit, Give Me Liberty and the End of America. She has a book out. I think it's coming out soon. We'll talk to her. The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. Welcome, Dr. Naomi Wolf, to Spouting Off. Thank you so much for ha- Thank you. Thanks for that kind introduction, and thank you for having me. Well, you know, it's so neat. I hope you write books often, because then we can have you on often. <laughs> You're so, so busy. Uh, you know, I want to, before we get into some of the things that just absolutely make us all crazy, and you're among the most articulate on some of these issues, many people always want to know, what was your aha moment? Uh, in fact, I got to say, one person asked me, well, well, how do we, how do we, you know, trust Naomi Wolf? She's a longtime liberal, you know, maybe she's not so sincere. And I said, I'll tell you how you know. Because she doesn't just march in lockstep to everything. She thinks about some issues and she doesn't agree with the standard conservative on everything. You're not an intersectional feminist. Talk about that a little bit, uh, because there's this obligation to do that. And it it just doesn't make any sense. Um, Sure. I think, can you you explain your question a little more, please? I'm not not sure I understand. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, if if you're a liberal today, it seems like you're expected to accept everything in the liberal platform. Oh, right, right. And right, right, right. Um, and and they keep changing every five seconds. And you know, I saw, for example, you were given a little bit of heat uh, for talking about your pro-choice stance on abortion, and yet you're mm-hmm. astounding. And <laughs> viva la difference, you know. Uh, on mm-hmm. COVID and the authoritarianism that we're seeing mm-hmm. coming down. So uh, mm-hmm. this gotcha. idea that you have to accept everything because you take a liberal stance on something is is what you're fighting, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Like, I'll wade right into that one. I think I, I, I get it better. Thank you for that. Um, so I guess I would say, yes, I have. You know, I come from the left, of course. I advised um, the campaigns of President Clinton for re-election and Vice President Gore's presidential campaign. Um, I was married to a White House speechwriter in the Clinton campaign. Um, mm. You know, I've, I've always been kind of a, a liberal feminist, but I can talk about what that means to me. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess what you may be reacting to is that I, I've been kind of ejected from the left um, about <laughs> a year ago for... Uh, for, you know, just doing my job as a journalist and raising questions about the narrative of lockdowns and masking and these mRNA injections. Um, and, and that, you know, became a, a contrary to the orthodoxy, um, apparently. And I got deplatformed from five platforms and, you know, it's smeared hmm. and so on. So now it happens that most of the people and, and networks that I talk to are conservatives or libertarians because I'm talking about the Constitution and bodily autonomy. But to me, that shouldn't matter, right? None of these things should matter because 
I really feel that we're in a time in which labels are just being used to divide us, uh, to mm-hmm. tenderize us as a target for much bigger adversaries than left versus right. And that what's happening right now is a huge um, bid to strip us all of our liberties and to crush the United States as a, a free superpower. Um, and so, you know, liberals and conservatives have to form common cause. We can argue another time about the things that, you know, we may not agree on, but, you know, right now it's, it's, it's us versus them, like literally against the oligarchs who are trying to suppress us all. So I also feel like I, I really don't change. I just love the Constitution, and oh, I've loved the Constitution, you know, since, two, you know, I've been talking about threats to liberty since 2008 when I wrote a book called The End of America, and I warned under the Bush administration that we were seeing steps toward tyranny and that tyrants on the left and the right always do the same 10 things, they take the same 10 steps, and that, that we needed to wake up. And I, I kept up the alarm with Obama, with, you know, with now with Biden, with under the Trump administration. I mean, this is a nonpartisan or transpartisan concern. You know, you can, you can have tyrants on the left or the right, it doesn't matter. And right sure. now, Right now, it happens to be the Biden administration that is the you know tip of the spear of tyranny in America. But in Canada, it's a liberal, it's Trudeau. In Britain, it's a conservative, Boris Johnson. In Australia, it was a conservative administration, Scott Morrison. Um, in France, it's Macron, a liberal. So right now, we're up against the World Economic Forum. We're up against um, China. We're up against the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and a handful of tech companies. And this is the argument I make in The Bodies of Others, which is out and is a bestseller in spite of being censored, um, that, that you know, these people are seeding puppets in governments around the world who are all doing the same things under the guise of the pandemic to strip us of our freedoms. So that's a long, a no. long way of saying we need to be very wary of labels right now. And I guess the other thing personally I would say is, you know, don't trust me, right? You shouldn't trust anyone. You should check <laughs> right. for yourself. No, seriously. Like we're yes. in a time when none of these horrible things would be happening to people if they were doing their own independent research and questioning pharma, questioning the media, questioning their government, you know, spokespeople. So, you know, look at look at what I'm saying. Ask me questions. I'll answer anything. Go to my site, dailycloud.io. Look at the reports from the volunteers who have reading Pfizer documents, you know, call in and challenge me, like whatever you want, right? But but stop stop taking your direction from other people because that is going to end up in serfdom for us all unless we start Touché. to reclaim our agency as Americans. Thank you for Touché. letting me get that much. Dr. Wolf, I'll tell you, as a, and we've spoken before, and I just, you know, gosh, because I I love talking to you, and it's such a pleasure Mm -hmm. to have you. From my perspective as that unicorn, and I do use certain labels, uh, you know, I say I put the Judeo and Judeo-Christian because I'm a Jewish conservative. You'll probably hear that, you know, (laughs) bumper coming in. And from my perspective, I think you're being, and and it's just particularly refreshing that you're so humble that you may not realize how, how 
thrilled and refreshed the average conservative is that somebody has had the courage to stand up despite being censored when there are so many people and 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 don't even use the label left or right that are too afraid my favorite favorite article of yours is i'm not courageous you're just a pussy that your courage <laughs> is it. so beautiful <laughs> whether we agree or not you know that's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone will have to forgive me, but I was at the end of my rope because I know oh, what no, you're I talking love it. about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, I know what you're talking about. Unfortunately, you know, we're in a time, I'm just going to say it, when yeah. my tribe on the left has has absolutely abandoned their moral compass. And they're wa- walking in lockstep in a cult um, uh, that involves, you know, abandoning our, our most cherished ideals like free speech and equality. Yes. Um, I'm in Berkeley, California right now on, on vacation. <laughs> and I grew up across the bay in, the bay in San Francisco. And uh-huh. I literally tried to go to Chez Panisse last night with loved ones, which is a famous restaurant. And I literally was turned away by the mater d because he said no i will check the vaccine the vaccine ah! passports they oh needed a third shot to get in the door and eat the cuisine of alice waters who is like a beacon of left-wing you know food visionary you know leadership who has always been advocating for an inclusive pardon me and you've heard the music food. and uh, i'm delighted that you are able to stay with us for one more segment. We're going to talk about this other article, boy, you know, that uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf has written. So much more to come. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hi, it's Karen Cataline. It's been almost a decade since I wrote Fat Lash Food Police in the Fear of Thin. It's about my early experiences in child beauty pageants and being put on extreme diets. Remember when that was shocking? Sadly, that seems like child's play compared to what we are watching today when politicians and woke corporations are actually advocating for the sexualization of children. Everyone's children. We're watching a frontal attack on childhood innocence. This is one story, my story. Fat Lash illustrates and explains why good boundaries are essential for kids to grow up healthy. They need their parents to set them, not the government. 
Get Fat Lash Today. It's available in paperback or ebook at Amazon or at my website, KarenCataline.com. Wouldn't it be great if life came with remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Put a frog in a pot of boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As a metaphor for us and all that we go through as veterans, it's a story that rings true. We learn to endure the heat in silence. We apply what we learn to life, the bills, the job, the family, things we're expected to handle with ease. When life heats up around us, we just try to stay afloat. We let the water boil. Reaching out isn't easy, but you've never been interested in easy. You join because you are not afraid of hard work. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait until the water boils. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off. And welcome back, everyone. We are delighted to be talking to Dr. Naomi Wolf, a very well-known feminist, co-founder and CEO of the dailyclout.io and author of the book, The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19 and the War Against the Human. Thank you for staying with us, Dr. Wolf. We so appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for letting me vent. Um, Uh, Spout off all you want. (laughs) I was just going to wrap that up by saying, you know, we're, we're in a time that is painful in which the left has really been, I think, infiltrated by Marxists. I, I, you know, like CCP originating Marxists. I mentioned that some of the bad actors who are loosely uniting right now um, include the Chinese communist party. And the things I'm hearing and the argument of the bodies of others uh, is that, you know, they're trying to create an America that's more like China and that's more like a, a, a communist society. I mean, that's not a new idea by now, I guess, but, I, you know, I walk the reader through all the different ways that that's happening. And one of them is this uh, this new uh, coerciveness on the left about ideas. I mean, it's, it's always been there lurking, but now it's mainstream on the left. And also this experience of they, these people who are so who would never discriminate on the basis of race or gender or, you know, ethnicity are embracing a discrimination society. I mean, I literally experienced a Jim Crow 
type moment. There was no other way to say it. You know, when I was forbidden to enter one of the best restaurants in, in Bingo. Berkeley, you know, in Bingo. I interviewed a, a marvelous uh, gay conservative uh, drag queen. He says he's a, a drag entertainer and he goes by the term Lady Maga. And he said he's gotten <laughs> so much, so much more discrimination. He said 60% of gays voted for Trump and he's out there trying to get people to come out of the closet as Trump supporters. That just shows you how it's really not about the group. It's about uh, ideological suppression. Oh my goodness. So much. Um, I'm going to have him next week, by the way, but um, you wrote this chilling piece. I mean, unbelievable times. I never... my parents wouldn't believe we were living in such times, Dr. Wolf. Mm, right? You wrote this. Yeah, you wrote this piece. Dear friends, sorry to announce a genocide. It's really true. They know they are killing babies from Dr. Naomi yeah. Wolf. Talk about that. If you I would. will. And and you mentioned that you're Jewish, right? Yes. Well, so am I. And I bring that I up know. because <laughs> Yes. Well, you know why I bring it up, because we of all people yes. should be able to recognize the signs of a genocidal moment, right, or a genocidal detour in history. And that's exactly where we are. Um, and so I'll give people the background. So um, subsequent to the book being out, but the book explains, the bodies of others explains how we got here, um, I sent out a call for expert readers to read through these 55,000 documents uh, that were released from Pfizer by by a court order and the FDA, which is tasked with protecting us and is you know paid for with our tax dollars to protect us, they actually asked the court to keep these documents secret for 25 years, 75 years. Sorry, mm-hmm. so we were long gone. Um, and, and I know why now, having seen what's in these documents. Um, so... Uh, many experts responded. We have 3,000 physicians, RNs, uh, lab clinicians, research scientists, bio- biological scientists, uh, medical fraud investigators, um, biostatisticians, people who are very knowledgeable to read and explain what's in these documents. And there are now 23 reports they've issued, which you can see on the Daily Clout website. Yeah. And I, I trained them to write them in a way that everyone can understand. Well, wow. the- you know, there are many headlines I could go through, ranging from Pfizer knew the shots didn't work a month after rollout. Um, Pfizer knew that the materials, which um, two of which are toxic, uh, don't stay in the injection site, but they travel in 48 hours through your bloodstream, lodging in your liver, spleen, adrenals, lymph nodes, and if you're a woman, in your ovaries. Um, Pfizer knew in May of 2021 that 35 teenagers sustained heart damage a week after the injections, but Mm. the FDA Mm -hmm. issued an authorization anyway a month later for teens and parents weren't told of the heart damage till four months later in August of 2021. Um, Pfizer has different doses for different people. Uh, but what no one told you was that the Moderna dose of these toxic materials is 100 micrograms. Pfizer's dose for adults is 30. And Pfizer's internal documents show that the 100 micrograms is so toxic, 
so much too high that they dropped it internally because of adverse events. But nobody told you or my mom who took the 100 microgram Pfizer or Moderna first and second shot and booster, right? No one said that's too high. Don't, you know, slow down. Let's watch you. Don't take the booster. Nothing. Um, I could go on and on. But um, I guess one really important thing to say is that one of the ingredients of the mRNA vaccine of Pfizer's is polyethylene glycol, which is a petroleum uh, mm-hmm. byproduct. And now that's showing up in the breast milk of vaccinated mothers, causing um, GI distress to babies, agitation, sleeplessness. In one case, in the internal documents, of a nursing baby from a vaccinated mother died um, after being inconsolable and uh, was found to have an inflamed liver. And uh, so now let me get to the babies. So basically what has emerged, and I, you know, as a Jewish woman, I feel like such a sense of burden, burdensome responsibility yes. to tell everyone this, is that this is a baby die-off. This, and whether intentional or not, at this point it's intentional because they know and they're still doing it. And in fact, trying to- Under five, they just approved it. It's insane. Exactly. It is insane. It is insane unless you understand that that's to protect them from liability for what they've already done because they've committed crimes against humanity. So the bottom line is that um, the the Pfizer documents show that the the statement that the vaccines were safe and effective for pregnant women and their babies, which every doctor, Leanna Wynn, Rochelle Walensky, all the spokespeople swore up and down was true. That was based on a study of 44 French rats followed for 42 days. Um, the fetal rats were not even allowed to be born so that we could, the doctors could see if they were, you know, getting weight normally. They were autopsied while they were fetuses. The doctors concluded that they were fine. On the basis of that, they told human women that it, that this injection was safe and effective for their babies and themselves. And the doctors and scientists were shareholders or employees of Pfizer and BioNTech. Nonetheless, a chilling, a chilling disrespect for life. Yes. I'm going to plow through because I only have a few minutes and I want to just hit the high points until you stop me. Um, (laughs) Nonetheless, go for it. Right. This was authorized for pregnant women and, and yet pregnant women were excluded from the trials, but still 270 got pregnant um, while Pfizer was following them internally. Um, 234 of the women, their records are gone, lost. It says mm-hmm. outcome unknown. And that's illegal. They, Pfizer's supposed to follow all these women through and make sure their babies are okay and that they're okay. But of the 36 women whose pregnancies were followed through to the end, 28 of the babies died. Oh, 28 wow. died. All right, I'm going to go on. Um, of the lactating, got about a minute and a half, and I want everybody to okay. know how to get your well, book. Then let me so go. Let me fast forward to just say there's a baby die-off. Double the number of babies died in 2021 than usual in highly vaccinated Scotland when all the moms got vaccinated. In Ontario, 86 babies died in a three-month period um, to vaccinated mothers, and usually it's five or six in the same period. In Israel, there's a 30. Four percent higher rate of spontaneous abortion, miscarriage, or neonatal deaths to vaccinated moms than unvaccinated at Rambam Hospital in Haifa. 
and we found that the lipid nanoparticles traverse the placenta, and so there's a destabilization of the the placental membrane by the uh, one of the ingredients in the mRNA vaccines. So it is a, a baby die-off, and 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 babies are getting sick from the polyethylene glycol in vaccinated mother's milk, and not gaining weight, and and in some cases having seizures. It's absolutely shocking. Shocking. Doctor, I don't know if you have time. You are in huge demand, but I got another segment. If you want to come back, it's up to you. I'd love to have you if you'd like to continue. Oh, that's but... so kind. Let me stay with you and um, I will I will keep going. Uh, that'd be great. Okay. We have to take a break. Uh, we've got literally about 30 seconds, but I've got an open segment and heck yeah, we want you. Please get her book, The Bodies of Others, available everywhere. We're going to continue with Dr. Naomi Wolf, a wealth of information, courage like we've not seen and wish we would. We'll be right back on Spouting Off right after this. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the Epic Times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me, and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. Share healthcare? How can I help? help? I missed the deadline. Um, what deadline? The healthcare deadline. I'm locked out. We don't have any deadlines at Share Healthcare. You can enroll with us at any time. Oh, but can I afford it? Share Healthcare programs start at one forty nine a month. Less than five dollars a day. Can I keep my doctor? Absolutely. Pick your own doctor and hospital. Amazing. How do I join? Just visit sharehealthcare.com. Sharehealthcare.com. Sometimes you need a woman's opinion, especially if you're trying to do the impossible, which is to understand women. I'm not really comfortable talking about certain things with women I know or even with family members. I used to wish there was a smart woman who didn't know me, but who would care enough to give me good advice. Now there is. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only, but it's not therapy or phone dating. It's just wise advice is completely anonymous because you call and pay through liveadvice.com. So I decided to give it a try. I was amazed at Aunt Emma's insights. She gave me a lot to think about so I could decide what to do next. And maybe she can help you too. Find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or register at liveadvice.com and you can speak to her practically right away. Again, you can find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or you can register at liveadvice.com. Get the female perspective. Just ask Aunt Emma. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only. Must be 18 or older. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think 
parents' job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at KarenCataline.com. Now back to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. So wonderful that uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf Wolf has agreed to stay with us. Thank you for the generosity of your time. I can spout off anytime. We're letting Dr. Naomi Wolf spout off. And it's a very thank you so much for staying with us. Talk about this baby die off. And is it connected to depopulation? That's what a lot of people are suspecting, but they're for afraid to say it or think it. So let me say I used to think that was extreme or excessive, just like I used to think that comparisons of the experiments I'm seeing, you know, of these medical experiments to Mengele were excessive. And I used mm-hmm. to say, no, that's, you know, that's going too far. But I, I no longer, I no longer hesitate. Um, it definitely, the experiments we're seeing in here, tiny babies being, you know, injected and, and, and a group of Israeli female journalists found that 58 babies in the VAERS system were injected and had life threat, like illegally, mm-hmm. like no one knows how that could have happened because it's not authorized and have like multi-organ system failures, respiratory failures. Like they're so sick and there's no, there's no clear evidence of what happened to them. Like it says they survived, but it also says they, you know, it says no, they didn't survive and no, they didn't die. So again, a question mark about what happened. These are Nazi comparable experiments. And I'm the granddaughter of a woman who lost nine brothers and sisters in the Holocaust. Um, And, is it a genocide? Well, the effect is genocidal. And, you know, the way I put it in my essay is it turns out there can be a happenstance genocide because even if the harms are unintentional to start out with, the fact that it's 15 months later and Pfizer and Moderna and the FDA are still injecting teenagers, adults, healthy people with this vaccine that causes the, you know, the Pfizer documents show catastrophic neurological harms, catastrophic strokes, hemorrhages, um, blood clotting, clots in lungs, 
Um, a side effect you weren't told about in the SEC filings is fainting so hard you hurt yourself. And there are reports of people literally dropping dead where they stand or dying in their sleep the way people never used to do. Um, you know, the fact that you know these harms and you keep going, you know, 1,200 people died of uh, in the first three months of the rollout just in the, uh, you know, 43,000 adverse events that Pfizer recorded. Four of them died on the same day. Um, the fact that Pfizer knows the mechanism of, of at least some of these deaths, people who are allergic to, to polyethylene glycol, a common allergen, a severe allergy that can send people into anaphylactic shock, and they don't check you if you're allergic to polyethylene glycol, they just inject you, well, then you go into shock. If you have an allergy, you know, an allergy, you can die. Um, so many harms at this point, and the fact that they want to you know, they they keep saying we want to inject everyone. We want to inject everyone. Um, and and I, you know, it keeps getting more and more shocking, right? I found out on Bannon Live that they mm-hmm. the the rollout for kids is going to be a hundred micrograms for the older kids and fifty for the little kids. I've already looked in the Pfizer documents. That's a hundred is, as you heard, more than three times the safer amount for adults. And fifty is is you know, kids inside documents got three micrograms, and now they want to give them fifty of toxic substances. Like this is a death sentence, and they're not at adults. risk for what they are claiming. They're being they're vaccinated against, and they're exactly. censoring you and others. No wonder they want to shut you up. Um, yeah. It's, so it's, I guess to answer yeah. the question, it looks genocidal to me at this point. I, there's, it's certainly a massive crime against humanity. Absolutely massive manslaughter, if not murder. Um, battery is what some of our lawyers are uh, preparing, you know, lawsuits uh, to to bring up. Um, yeah, kids are dying, and and kids are gonna die, and and I don't know why, right? I I mean, the background of, of some of this that is my own reporting is that Pfizer is not a German company uh, and BioNTech is not a German company. They, they're messaged as such, but I've actually found that they have partnerships with this Chinese Communist Party and that BioNTech transferred 100% of its technology at the end of 2021 per its SEC filings to China, right? Not to a Chinese company, not to a Chinese individual, to the country of China, which is our adversary. Um, and it what a fantastic way to kill off other populations or debilitate with them. the help and of so, uh, American politicians. Sorry to interrupt, but we have no, only about right. two minutes to the show with the help of American politicians, left and right, Republican and Democrat pushing this death sentence. Uh, what do you want people to do? I'm going to give you all the rest of the show, which is about three minutes. What do you want people okay. to do? What can we do? Well, urgently people have to Stop being ashamed to not comply and stop being ashamed to make a scene to tell their loved ones and neighbors the truth. And you can find all the reports, as I said, on dailycloud.io. You have to, no one's going to save the lives of your loved ones except you. You have to be a pest. You have to be a jerk. Your kids are going to get mad at you. Your mom's going to get mad at you. Your neighbors are going to get mad at you. You know, this is one of these moments. It's a spiritual battle. Like, you, I can't think of a situation more designed by God to mm-hmm. see who will step up for his fellow man and woman and who who will oh, protect his, her, you know, own, so own benefit. But so you have to, like, 
inform people to save their lives to stop putting this toxic material in the bodies of themselves and their children. And then second, we have to save our nation. We have to recognize that we're at war. A war is being waged on us. And if you come to Daily Clout, you can see a bunch of ways. Um, We have draft legislation that you can pass at the state level to roll back emergency law, to uh, end mask mandates and vaccine mandates, um, but also just to secure our, our rights and our constitutional liberties at the state level while we continue to fight emergency law at the federal level. Um, and, and we have to unite, as I said at the start, um, above and beyond left and right to, to uh, join forces to save our country. Uh, this is why I gush when I have you on. I'm just so <laughs> delighted. Your courage, your conscience, you're standing up saying the emperor has no clothes. Uh, go to uh, dailyclout.io. She is the CEO. And I, I can't thank you enough. Final word from you and we'll wrap up the show. <clears throat> oh, just please tell people to buy and read the bodies of others because Amazon and the New York Times are aggressively trying to censor it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I wonder very- why. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. Thanks for your generosity and Godspeed. Keep up the marvelous work you're doing, and to you. Dr. Naomi thank Wolf. You. Take care. My, my pleasure. That about does it for us. I'll save my little monologue for next week, but it's all about what Naomi said. It's really true. They know. You got to be able to say, yes, they know. And that's what people are starting to figure out. None of this is accidental, and that's even more chilling than ever. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for making Spouting Off possible the Salem Network, and all the networks that carry our show. Take care, stay strong, speak up, and spout off.